This is Lifelinks with a DL link. Welcome, welcome on a glorious Thursday afternoon. Johannesburg is certainly emptying out people making their way to the coast. If you have not left yet and you are still going, just remember to go as safely and carefully as you possibly can. My name is Nikki Seberini. This is 101.9 High FM and you are listening to the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. And do we have a great show um, for you today? You know, it's always a reminder what an incredible community we come from, but what a beautiful world we live in and that human beings are innately good and generous. Um, and the stories that you hear today will just confirm that over and over. It's so easy to switch on the news and just to feel negative about everything. But no, not on the DL Link Show. We want to remind you just how wonderful human beings are. Um, so I want to start off by telling you that something that you can do for the new year, part of your New Year's resolutions, is just next to that little box that says get fit and do something and give of yourself. Well, it's the Jerusalem Marathon. That is what you have to do. It's coming up. Of course, Israel is turning 71 next year. And what better way to celebrate than running through the streets of Jerusalem with the T, the DL Link team. Um, and if you are thinking about it, I do want to remind you that registration closes on the 22nd of February. So make sure that you sign up before the 22nd of Feb. Um, if you want to register, go to the website dllink.coza or you can email info at dllink.coza. Also, you'll get a 10% discount if you want to join the DL Link team. Training has started, but it's never too late to, to start training. Um, and that is, we're going to continue to talk about the Jerusalem Marathon. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Sign up. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lifelinks with a DL Link. I have to say that one of the best parts of the end of the year really are the pantomimes. I believe Snow White is phenomenal. And as we speak, 50 DL Link cool kids campers are making their way to the Snow White pantomime right now. Um, and so the DL Link really wants to graciously thank the Joburg Theatre for their generous sponsorship um, of these tickets. Um, the kids are so incredibly excited. So thank you, Lee and Mayrav and Tamari Bender for organizing this amazing event together with a group of dedicated volunteers. These kids are going to have a wonderful, wonderful time. Always good to hear. So, as I said, you know, that's what the show's filled with, wonderful stories. So I'm delighted to introduce our first guest being Dr. Craig Nossel, who's Head of Vitality Wellness at Discovery. He's also a board member of various NGOs um, working in the pediatrics and sports environment. Craig has been on the show before, always giving of his time. I, I can't speak highly enough of Craig. Welcome, Craig. Lovely to have you on the show. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it and uh, a great show. Listen, you're always doing incredible things. When do you have the time? Um, you make it. Find time. <laughs> time. Time is elastic and uh, when we get to meet incredible people and work with people like Moses who will introduce later and uh, it's just a, none of it feels like work anyway. So. Time is elastic. I love yeah. that. I've just done a John Keogh talks quantum time, past, present, future. I love it. Time is elastic. We're talking kids kicking cancer today. What is that all about, Craig? So Kids Kicking Cancer was really started 18 years ago by Rabbi G. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rabbi Elimelech Goldberg, uh, he unfortunately lost his daughter. She was two years old uh, to leukemia. And he uh, is associate pediatric uh, professor and uh, works out of the U.S. And he, he is also a martial artist, so did karate. And he realized that martial arts can actually have a real impact 
on helping kids that are suffering from cancer, in fact, various uh, other illnesses. And almost sort of seems like he stumbled across this. So he was in the hospital and uh, a young child was sort of crying and, you know, having a painful procedure as kids do when they, uh, you know, suffering from cancer in hospital, many, you know, long period of time, lots of needles, uh, and really saw that breathing techniques and using some of the martial arts techniques made a massive difference. Uh, and now, you know, 18, 19 years later, we're incredibly proud to be able to have launched Kids Kicking Cancer in South Africa. Wow. Uh, we've been running it now for about six months or so. Hmm. Uh, we had our official launch uh, probably about six weeks ago. Um, and what's interesting is that the program has been five, six countries, over 6,000 children around the world, but almost made for the South African healthcare system. Uh, this morning, I was with uh, Moses at Chris Harney Baraguanath, and we see the challenges that are quite unique to the South, to South Africa, where you know many children, their parents aren't able to be with them right. when they're being treated. As I said, weeks on end that they're spending going through various treatments, and a program like this, which really gives the children power. Uh, to be able to deal with the pain that they're going through. Uh, and Moses can talk through some of that detail. But um, an incredible program. And, and, and just to observe the impact, the children, when Moses walks in the room or the other senseis walk in the room, their faces light up. Um, and the ability of kids, you know, that are sitting very little stimulation, unfortunately, because of the, the challenges. Uh, we've seen young kids, you know, they're traveling to hospital by themselves. And it's not uh, environments that many of us are used to mm. where parents are around 24-7. Right, you know, and and right. we're very fortunate to have sure. that. But not the case. I mean, we had a child uh, the other day. And the mother brought her through to um, Charlotte Matseke from Angola. You know, to look sure. for treatment and, um, you know, very different dynamics. And so the program uses martial arts to empower the kids, help them deal with the pain, these breathing techniques, um, and a lot of good research. And, and Dr. Shane Dorfman will talk to that a bit later. Um, the actual impact, the scientific things that we've seen impact positively the kids going through these treatments. Hmm. So that's more or less what Kids, what kids Kicking, Kicking Cancer, Cancer is. is about. Yeah. Unbelievable, Craig. Logistically, bringing it into South Africa, so you're rolling it out to um, public hospitals. Yeah, so okay. the main focus is that so our chairperson is Dr. Richard Friedland, the CEO of NetCare, mm -hmm. um, and he's really driven this program from, from so many perspectives, but clear that this is something that is needed in the public healthcare sector. So it's volunteer-based. Um, we've trained up probably about 30 uh, black belt martial artists um, sure. around the country. Uh, at the moment, we um, in Gauteng, so Chris Hani Baragwana, Charlotte Matseke. Uh, we're now in Steve Biku in uh, in Pretoria. Uh, we'll be rolling another hospital there and in Cape Town, uh, Tigerberg and uh, Red Cross. Soon we'll be in Grotesker. So all the public hospitals where kids, in fact, from all over Africa are coming for treatment. And, and as I said, not just cancer treatment, but whether it's renal dialysis, uh, other you know, uh, pulmonology disease, things like cystic fibrosis, so across the board where kids are spending time in hospital, the suffering that they go through, and really trying to shift that so that, that the kids feel that they're not just you know, lying in a bed with needles and pumps and everything being put into them, that they actually have got this power to, you know, in many respects, overcome the illness, although it's not always the case. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, yeah, I, th I think the fact that it is volunteer-based, certainly there's money needed to raise, as any NGO is. Um, 
to to make sure that we can roll this out to as many hospitals as possible around the country and mm-hmm. uh, and in fact to other parts of Africa. So really, we've been uh, one of our, our colleagues. She's gone uh, to Botswana, to Zimbabwe, um, and been doing amazing. these programs there. Amazing, yeah. you know the power of the mind. We we've done a show on it, um, and just the ability to imagine. The ability to visualize. So that's what you're giving these kids. You know, apart from the breathing, the physiology, and as you said, Dr. Shane Dorfman will be talking to that, but just that you're giving them the ability to dream and visualize, and that opens a whole realm of possibility, so, which so is, I, I is think, great. I think what is interesting, I think, for me is, you know, when uh, training as a doctor, there was no time spent understanding the, let's say, complementary components. Right. And, 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 and the support structures that are needed. And, and our doctors and our nurses do incredible work. As I said, you go to Baragwanath and uh, people like, uh, in fact, on our board is uh, Professor Gita Nadu, Professor Jane Poole. I mean, these people sure. are the doyens of oncology, of pediatric oncology in the country that we're very fortunate to have on board, which also shows how much they feel the importance of programs like this within their hospitals. Mm. But we trained as doctors around the medical side, around mm. the physical side, and you know, we're not necessarily trained around what else do these patients need um, when they in hospital, whether it's kids or adults, whatever it may be. And programs like this really support. And I kind of see, you know, as we go through hope, all, all these aspects of being able to support the patients in their journey in very difficult time and the parents as well. And I think we can't yeah. underestimate the trauma that a parent goes through. This Absolutely. Time. Absolutely. Well, it's kind of like, and that, you know, the deal link fits a lot of that with a lot of the patients. You're looking at spiritual and you're looking at mental and you're looking at the, the, the power of the mind, yeah. the, the role the mind plays in this, uh, the, uh, this healing journey. We saw a young boy this morning who uh, had a um, procedure on his back and um, I saw him for the first time. Moses and the team have been working with him and to see how he, a 15-year-old boy, you know, should be playing soccer mm. out in the park. But mm. how this program and the breathing techniques have got him more mobile. He's now teaching some of the other kids. Is he? Um, and, and it's sort of given him that extra strength. And it's not something that a doctor would prescribe ordinarily. You know, and that I think is starting to change as we understand more around the power of the mind and, mm. and the relationship in the healing process. Huh, love it, love it, love it. Um, thank you, Craig. Thank you so much for that. Well, I, I think um, let's take a very quick break. After the break, um, Dr. Shane Dorfman, who is a Sheehan, um, and we'll find out exactly what that means um, and the role that he's playing. You know, he's a doctor, but he is he's a he's a world champion when it comes to karate. He is a seventh dan. I mean, this is this, this is a man who is highly regarded, highly respected, um, and he plays a very active role in the um, kids kicking cancer. So a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is LifeLinks with a DL link. Uh, welcome back to the DL Link Show, Kids Kicking Cancer. What an incredible initiative. Um, it's been around for many years. It's just come to South Africa six months ago in Gauteng, in the public schools. It's rolling out and what a positive impact it is having um, on children who are facing um, very difficult uh, uh, illnesses and not just cancer. So, you know, I, I think, I think Craig, you said 60 um, uh, have been trained so far or did I just so, come so up with it? 60 uh, senseis, black 
black belts, karate. So probably about it's closer to 30. Co- sorry, uh, closer to 30. To okay, training. my mind. Okay. Uh, but we're always looking for volunteers, I think, as right. we're rolling out to other parts. So we've had probably about 60 people that have come forward. Okay. Um, but 30 trained. But 30 that are trained up. And so Moses and Ilzas are two sort of head senseis. Uh, Moses runs Gauteng. Uh, Eels of the Western Cape, they went across to Detroit. They spent time with Rabbi G, okay. being trained up, and now wow, sort of okay. they're training that next tier of experts uh, that are coming through. But, fabulous. Uh, okay, yeah. fabulous. So I have Dr. Shane Dorfman on the line. Um, uh, Shane, welcome. Lovely, lovely to have you on the show. I think you're on holiday, so Hi thanks there. for taking Good time afternoon. out. Yeah, no, thank, thank you very much for having me on the show. And so, apologies, the line is not wonderful. So I know. I'm hoping I can hear you. Probably. I know. It's always a problem, Shane. Um, I, I'm going to speak as slowly and loudly as I can. If you can't um, hear me, I'll repeat the question. Um, Perfect, Shane, what is a Sheehan? You're, you're Sheehan, Dr. Shane Dorfman. Tell us more about what, what the Sheehan is. <laughs> well, it's actually not a title I use very frequently. Um, Sheehan, I guess, really means master instructor. And it's usually reserved for those with uh, high dance, normally six dan and above. Right. Um, I personally usually use the title sensei, which just means teacher, and I think that's more meaningful for me. Okay. All right. So I'll, we'll call you. We'll call you Sensei Dorfman. How's that? There you go. <laughs> or Shane. Or Shane. Or Shane. Shane. Just as well. Oh, fantastic. So Shane, tell me, how did you connect with kids kicking cancer? Well, approached by Richard Friedland, who I have a long-standing work relationship with, um, and I think really it was tailor-made for my background. You know, I've, I've obviously been in karate since I was six years old. I'm sure most of your listeners will know my father, Malcolm Dawson. Sure. So, so it's been inbred in really a family thing. Uh, I'm also an avid fan of meditation, an avid proponent, should I say. Um, and I think, anecdotally, I've lived the benefits of karate and meditation. And being a medical doctor as well, really the combination was very strong. And... And I get to see it every day. And so, so this really appealed to me. And I think the cause is such a wonderful cause. Um, and certainly there was no there was no way I was going to say no to getting involved in this wonderful, um, you know, um, uh, involvement. Mm. And, and what, what is your involvement, Shane? So I'm a director and I'm also head of the Marshmallow Clothing. Okay, so so let's look at it. So you were talking about um, black belts. Uh, um, do I call them a karateka? What, what what's the right terminology? Black belt yes, karatekas. Okay, yeah, karate, karate, okay. So karate. they they want to they want to volunteer. How are they using the benefits of karate? Like, what do you have to add in terms of training them up? I know thirty have been trained so far. What do they still have to learn to go out and and go to the hospitals and help these kids and work with them? Right. So, so I think I think you you're quite right in saying that just because you are black belt karate care, it doesn't mean you have the ability to then teach the KKC program specifically. Right. Right. That said, you do need to have some background, and you need to have an innate understanding of what meditation and martial arts does. So we do limit it to those who are uh, brown belts and above. And I must say, it's limited to karate. Obviously. I speak more to karate because it's my background, but certainly any martial art, uh, any martial artist of that level is eligible, provided they are 18 years and older. Okay. So, so what then happens is they then train the specific techniques of kids taking cancer. It's it's not a very arduous process, and the transfer of knowledge is quite easy in someone who's been doing martial arts for this length of time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
firstly, I must add also that it's free. And, you know, I think we, we've met such amazing people volunteer their time. But I also don't want people to be put off by thinking that this is going to cost them money. It really isn't. We do everything we can to facilitate the process. Mm-hmm. Um, there's online training that is now available. Um, what, what happens post the online training is they will then go out with one of our coordinators. So it's, uh, Moses Sabolpe is in, in um, Peter Wuti, I believe. Yes. Uh, is our counseling coordinator together with Steve Dalcol, who's essentially the assistant counseling coordinator. Um, and we have Ilza Fanimaba in the Western Cape. So they will then go under their guidance and be, so there's really tuition on the ground. And once they've gone through that, let's call it an apprenticeship for lack of a bit of a word, they are then able to guide on their own and deal with the kids on a one-on-one, one-on-one basis. Shane, you said karate has been a part of your life since you were six years old. Um, fa- your father is Malcolm. We all know Malcolm. Um, you've done incredibly, incredibly well, um, respected around the world in terms of your karate. You're also a doctor, um, and you talk about being a, a, an, an, ad, a, an avid meditator. So you know the benefits of all of that. It's kind of like the East meets West um, and the, the, the benefit of that. How How do you see... Um, ca- uh, kids kicking cancer, benefiting these children. Dr. Craig Nossel explained it very, very briefly, but from your experience, having gone through that, how, how, how is it benefiting these kids? Look, the, the benefits are very holistic and they're profound. I think, and, and actually to artificially separate out martial arts from meditation is actually very difficult. Okay. In fact, I even find it difficult to know where it begins and ends. <laughs> oh, so, wow, okay. I think the physical benefits are, are very easy for people to see. I mean, the karate gives you strength, power, flexibility, agility. But for me, what's more important than that is the cognitive benefits, the life skills. You know, everyone talks to the discipline, etc. But that's what really makes it karate. It's not just about how much you can punch or kick or how hard you can hit someone. It's really about the value system that it imbues in one and, and who you are and what you become. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, breathing and meditation... Um, as I said, there are significant benefits as well on your health. So there's, there's a lot of research coming out of, sorry, echoing terribly, so I hope I'm not echoing on your You're side. sounding great. Okay, perfect. Um, so what I'm saying is there's a ton of research that's come out of formidable institutions. I mean, we're talking about the likes of Harvard, John Hopkins, you know, not, not mining institutions that have shown the benefit of meditation. Um, I think beyond benefits on the cardiovascular system, what it really has helped is the immune system. And as you can imagine, with kids kicking cancer, often they chemotherapy uh, that suppresses your immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, often one of the biggest concerns about treating uh, cancer kids is that you got the immune system and they get infection. Yeah. So if we can find a way to boost their immune system, that, that's, of course, one of the primary um, ideas that we're trying to achieve. Okay. More than that, though, if I, so, so you did mention I'm a medical doctor, but I, I'm a radiologist. So specifically what appealed to me was the use of um, some very highly specialized MRI techniques where they've actually shown structural changes in the brain when, uh, upon doing meditation. So things like your gray matter increasing in size, parts of your brain that are responsible for stress decrease in size. And remember, your stress hormones are what suppress your immune system. Mm. And more than that, areas of your brain that are responsible for cognitive function actually increase in size. Mm. So, I mean, if this doesn't tell you on it, 
I think nothing will. Yeah, no. Nah, listen, I, I, I'm a meditator. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time every day, and uh, it's it's life changing, brilliant on every level. So I think I think all kids should be meditating. Teachers should be teaching meditation, um, and the fact that kids get king cancer that it's a part of the program is is fantastic, really fantastic. Um, Shane, thank you so much. Go back to the sun. Go back to the sea. You know, you're on holiday. We're not. Someone has to be. But thank you so much for this incredible input for the work that you're doing and thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. No, thank you very much for having us. You know, and I, 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 if I may just end off by reiterating what, you know, what Craig said, that this is just such a wonderful initiative and most of us do it voluntarily, but it does need funds to run and any donations, any uh, that anyone can make, whether small or large, is certainly appreciated. I, I think um, Craig did give you some of our details, but if people do want to go on it's, it's our website, it's www.kidskickingcancer.co.za uh, and they can go from there. And and the one last thing, if anybody who is a martial artist, HNU is plus, brown belt and above, wants to get involved, they can email me at shane at kidskickingcancer.co.za and then I'll put them in touch with the appropriate people. Awesome. So, thank you so much for for allowing us to oh. on your radio station. Thank you, Shane. It's been great having you on the show. Take care. Good, good. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, Dr. Shane Dorfman, um, as I said, if I have to list everything that he's done, seventh Dan, the the amount of competitions he's won, etc., etc., we'd run out of time. Um, but both uh, Shane and uh, Craig Nossel have been talking about Sensei Moses, um, and he's been sitting very quietly in the studio. So I'm so delighted to finally have the opportunity to introduce him um, to you. Um, it's it's great to have you on the show, Moses. Moses Sebopa. He is the program coordinator here in Johannesburg. He's going. He's working with the kids he's been doing it for six months Moses welcome how are you I'm all right thank you for having us so you've been involved in karate since you were how old um I was 12 in 12 yeah, okay yeah. you were 12 years old and why karate um when I took up karate um I was bullied uh, at school were you uh, yeah uh-huh. um, I was very skinny then still a little bit now you've grown since than then. you've yeah. grown since then right yeah and you know in <laughs> school they usually pick on the skinny skinny ones and um, when I had this karate and that's when I went to say you know maybe I'll be able to fight for myself and and I've been at it ever since and not a single fight People Why just hear is you that? do karate, yes. they don't even want to take Yeah, but it's not, even, it's not even that they've just heard. There's yeah. something that changes in you. <coughs> yeah. There's something that changes, right? Definitely. Um, the karate people, you can sense the energy. I remember at work, um, this was uh, when I was a trainee technician, and um, my, my, my manager says, there's something about you, Moses, the way you walk. You know, the other people are like that. And uh, he's, slumped, think, right? Yeah, and uh, he said, do any martial arts and I said I do karate and he could tell but but just the way that I walk the way we uh, carry ourselves uh, karate people right you know I did karate for a while and I uh, worked with uh, well my sensei was Stan Schmidt Oh, wow. no, I don't know if you the, ever met him, but did he have a posture about him? You know, there was just this aura about him. Stan was just incredible. And you talk about that that posture and that aura and that all of that, which speaks to the benefits um, for kids kicking cancer. Yeah. So how did you how did you hear about kids kicking cancer and what kind of impact has it had on your life? 
Um, so I heard uh, from Shian Dorfman. Um, I'm from Pretoria right. in Atreville, but uh, um, because he's a legend such as he is, I thought I must go to Joburg and train with him. It's oh, years yes? that I've been meaning to train with him. And? And I made the decision three years ago to go train at his dojo. And from that, that time, that's when uh, he introduced, uh, he said, they're looking for volunteers. And many of us love working with kids because in Atridgeville, Pretoria, where I come from, I have my own dojo. I've been teaching kids there. So when I had of the opportunity, I raised my hand with the other black belt to say, we'd love to, to get involved and work with the kids. And that's how I got involved. And you love it. Love it. It's been a, um, such an exciting roller coaster at the beginning. Um, after we raised our hands and then later on, um, the chairperson of Kids Cancer, Dr. Friedland, he's for me. He says, Moses, you got a passport. I said, huh? He says, you're going to America next month for further training. <laughs> It's just oh, wow. Oh, that must things. have been great. Yeah. Yes, yes. And what was that like going to America? Did you meet Rabbi G? We met Rabbi What's G. What's he like? Um, I said to him um, when we when, when we were leaving and I was giving my report, I said, Rabbi G, you're the cool. I don't, I have never met rabbis. Yes. You're the coolest <laughs> rabbi I've ever met. <laughs> and everybody just laughed. He's just an amazing teacher. What what do you think was I mean you learned so much but what did you walk away with what was the 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 one big lesson that he imparted what 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 was it um, the one thing that that Rabbi G imparted to me was that um, this is not work um, this is a way of life we are family the children that we come across you get very close to them. Um, they become like your own kids. Mm. So when you are in that mode, we show our emotions. We love the kids. We get hugs from the kids. And that's because we are very sincere with the kids and what they go through in their treatment. And the support that they have given um, us here mm. in Sata has been wonderful. I mean, when, when we've lost um, Elia, some of the children uh, in our program, they went out of their way to 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 interact with us and phone us and find out how, what's happening and the support. Mm. Uh, it's just been amazing um, mm. to be part of the family. Wow. So describe that first day, arriving, um, meeting some of the kids, knowing that uh, you're going to be playing a very big role in their life. What, what was that like for you? You know, when I arrived at Charlotte Mateka, it was a little bit scary. Um, right. Um, I could hear screams in the ward, um, oh, really? um, children crying for oh. mom to hold, mom to, you know, as they are about to go to the treatment room. And as I was thinking back um, recently, I said, something is different. I thought, oh, the screaming has went down. Really, no Moses? Longer, yeah, as, oh. as you walk in oh, the ward. That warms my heart. You get children come running to us uh, oh. giving us hugs high fives and that's the one thing that I've, uh, we are able to see the difference the program made that from that scream to to that level we had one uh, feedback from a mom um, uh, from a boy called warrior josh josh was extremely afraid of needle it took three hours when he goes for his treatment uh, mm -hmm. before he gets a needle mm -hmm. and we went to do a home visit and started teaching him our breathing exercises and meditation and about two weeks ago, mom sends me uh, uh, a message to say, you won't believe it took 10 minutes. Our three-hour ordeal of every day we go for treatment <sighs> was reduced to 10 minutes. by Just one session with him. From the breathing? From the breathing. From the breathing. As he was there, as they were putting the needle, 
He said to them, wait, 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 I got to do my breathing. And he started doing his breathing in 10 minutes. Uh, I think I I just want to expand on the, you know, what uh, Shane was talking about meditation, because it's such a, it's so broad when we talk about meditation. Meditation is like sport. How many different sports are there? And there's so many different types of meditation. And absolutely, science is telling us more and more that meditation is changing people's brains. So I'm so interested with the type of meditation. Yours is a lot, you're using a lot of Breath. Yes. Are you using a lot of visualization? What What else? How else yes, are you working we, with? Yes, we do it? use uh, visualization as well. Yeah. And uh, sometimes we get parents uh, that are a little bit worried. They say, "Why are the kids closing their eyes?" And we have to explain to them that um, our medit- has nothing to do with religion. Some parents no, think that, that's it. Yeah, exactly. We it's always have to constantly be explaining that uh-huh. um, that through visualization uh, we're able to get the children see themselves as this powerful black. Belts yes. um, that they can punch through their pain, breathe in the light, and blow out the darkness. Which a lot of children will tell you their darkness is their cancer. Right. Some tell them their pain in the leg, and with that in them, you get this light that comes out of their face by just visualizing what. Very they do. powerful. It's yes, so. But you know, yeah. this mind. You know, as Craig was saying, you doctors, you work on the body, the physiology, the 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 mind, the mental aspect, the psychology plays such a big, big role. To do it with these kids is very powerful. So, so what about the children who are going through um, this treatment? They're not feeling good. They're feeling weak. How physical is kids kicking cancer? Kids' cancer is not physical. In fact, we, we're not concerned with great technique. Okay. You know, it's the power that we use the karate as the metaphor. And okay. um, whether the child is punching this way or that way, we've got them moving. They're they are punching. And to them, that is their best that they can do. Mm-hmm. And parents will say, no, my child is sick. He can't do karate immediately when they have karate. But as soon as we start, we explain, um, kids kicking cancer focuses on the softer side of the martial arts. Right. And that's when you get the children uh, involved. Um, very minimum effort because it's more about the meditation. And many of them have taken um, very excited to, to, to the program. Mm. And what, what, you, what you're doing is you, you're building the connection between mind and body. So it doesn't yeah. have to be a hard physical. Because mm. when you, I think that when, as soon as the kids realize that they can, you know, visualize things or have a certain amount of control over the body, it's, it's a very powerful process in the healing. Wow, Moses, it must be such a wonderful journey. And what we're doing, you know, the... The children are all, they already have the light in them. So we're just showing out that Aww. light. Um, I, always, I always explain to them that you know, m- most of the children, when I speak to other um, seniors, to say none of the children think of committing suicide and things like that. But many adults, you know, we're not as strong as children. Mm. You know, when or things, resilient, right? Yes. Yeah. When the going gets tough, we think of the other. But the children, they fight through the way. Mm. Well, we are going to be talking to a warrior of all warriors in a moment. After the break, Hannah Katz is going to be joining us. Wow, can she tell us a story about inner strength and resilience? Um, she just is walking strength and resilience. Uh, before we break, um, I just want to say that we, we've got a quote of yours, um, uh, Sensei Moses. They say that when you talk, you repeat what you already know. And when you listen, you learn something. 
And you said, I'm constantly learning by listening to the kids. While others might see darkness in the illness, we at KKC see light in all the children we work with. Beautiful, Moses. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is LifeLinks with a DL link. Walking with Warriors. So on a scale from 1 to 10, how inspired are you? Well, I am so inspired. Um, what a great show. Great to be talking about kids kicking cancer. Moses, incredible stories. We're hearing all more stories when we're off air. But I do want to introduce our warrior today, our dear link warrior. Um, we heard her uh, her father, Julian, um, at the, um, uh, the, the, the Seven Seas dinner. Um, and he stood up and he shared the family story and Hannah's story. Um, and we have Hannah in the studio. She was away. She was in the U.S. having extreme treatment. And she's back looking absolutely gorgeous. Hannah, welcome. Thank you so much. It is so great to have you on the show. You are awesome. You're awesome. Listen, I fell in love with you before I even met you. Just because of your tenacity and the kind of person that you are. But you have been doing karate for many, many years. Yes, I have. When did you start? I started when I was six years old. And one night I was just sitting on my mom's bed. Uh-huh. And she was like, I was in like baby school. And she said... They're starting karate. Do you want to go? And I said, yes. I was, like, so excited. And she was like, but you're going to be, like, one of the only girls. And I said, yes, it's fun. So I went, and I loved it, and I've been doing it ever since. What did you love about it? What do you love about it? I love, like, when you're in it. Like, when you're, like, doing it, you feel so strong, and it's, like, so focusing. And mm, takes you out of your busy yeah. mind and it brings you into the moment. Yes. You connect with yourself. You feel powerful. Yes. Amazing. Who do you train with? Um, Mark Wayman. Mark Wayman. So when you were overseas, um, and I remember your dad mentioning when he actually came onto the show and he's just reminded me how you went through this very, very painful treatment. Yes. And you made a decision. Tell us. Tell us what decision you made because you used meditation. Did they want to anesthetize you? Did they? What did they want to do, so if they, I remember correctly? For the proton and scans, the scans were like, th- I think it was three hours. That last little. And the in proton, one of these little tunnels you yeah. had to lie in, <laughs> which it would give me a heart failure. <laughs> and you were going to have to do that for three hours. Yes. Okay. And the proton was every single day, I think it was like half an hour for mm-hmm. six weeks. Mm-hmm. So they would sedate me, but that would mean that I would have to not eat every single day and then they'd have to stick a needle and do all of that horrible stuff and right. I really didn't want that. Uh-huh. Um, so I decided that I wasn't going to have the sedation and I had to last still. It was very hard. But sure. <laughs> so how did you do it? When the proton, while I was having proton, I would just like visualize like I was home. I would like feel it, like the like my clothing. I would like I wore on the plane. I wore the exact outfit that I dreamt of going home on. Yes. Like I would remember it in proton, and I'd wear it on the plane. I wore that outfit on the plane, so it was like exactly how I visualized it. And I would just like sit there and meditate the whole time, and it would go so fast. So you would lie there. And you'd focus on your breathing. Would you sit? Would you focus on breathing while you were lying there? Did that help you at all? Yeah, I did. Okay. Mainly just visualization. Okay, but mainly these pictures in your mind. Could yes. you see the pictures clearly? Yes. 
From the beginning. From the beginning. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. And so time went fast. The treatment went well. You're back a year later. Yes. Looking amazing. What was it like coming back after a year of not being with your friends and only a few of your family members? So much had changed in your life. And coming back, what was that like, Hannah? Well, I was very excited because when I went there, my mom and dad originally told me that I would be going for three months. Mm-hmm. And then three months one turned year. into six months, six months turned into nine months, and nine months turned into one week short of a year. Sure. So I was very excited to come home. I'm very weird. I love school. I really don't like the holidays. Really? <laughs> yeah. You want to learn. You want to enjoy every moment, right? Um, love it. So I was just very excited to see all my friends and go back to living a normal life. Obviously, it's the new normal, not exactly how it was, uh-huh. but it's just so much. It's so much better than sitting in hospital. All oh, day. lovely! <laughs> so you are connected with kids kicking cancer. Yes. Tell us more. So I was in. I think I was. I can't remember what number it was, but I was in chemo one day at St Jude, and Rabbi G was coming to Memphis, and. Rabbi G kind of saw me because when I was here, I had like a terrible fever and I was in a hospital and it was my karate competition, like I think it was a few weeks later. And I really wanted to do it. So they told me that if my counts were like 500, I think it was, I could go. The night before the competition, my counts were like 400 and they said, no, you're not going. And I just visualized the whole night that I was going because I really you, wanted you to go. You sat there picturing it in your mind? And that that morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, I took bloods and they were like, I think it was like, my counselor like just borderline. They were like, you can go. So I sure. went to the competition and I came back to hospital. And then when I went to Memphis, Rabbi G was coming and I happened to be in chemo at the time. And he, well, he started teaching me while I was in chemo. Did he? Yes. Because he had heard about you yes. and he wanted you to be a part of this. Yes. Gee whiz. So what are you going to be doing here in South Africa? So when we start the outpatient, um, I'll probably help to train the outpatient. Okay. So the kids who are no longer in hospital, in hospital. you're going to start working yes. with them, yes. inspiring them. They're going to inspire you. And that's going to be yes. absolutely awesome. Well, I hope, Hannah, that you're going to keep us updated. Will you? Will yes, you come I on will. again and tell, <laughs> tell us how you're doing? Yes. Because yes. you are so inspiring. I love your mind. I love your powerful mind. I love how you use your mind and go out and teach as many children as you possibly can how to use their minds properly. I love it. Hannah, thank you. It's been so beautiful having you on the show. (laughs) All the best. All the best. Moses, thank you for coming onto the show. Um, You know, just wonderful work that you're doing. Um, As we said, Craig, off air, there's so many, 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 many stories which we'd like to share. And Craig, thank you for making it possible and working and bringing it here and getting people to do it. And, you know, it takes work. It takes effort. But children are benefiting. Um, Very quickly, you mentioned there was um, a story about a young boy who was going in for an amputation. Yeah, so it was a couple of weeks ago. I had a we actually had a radio interview with Moses, and he was running a little bit late. And then when he got there, he said this young boy that Moses had been doing kids kicking cancer, that you know the the breathing and the techniques with him, and he had 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 to unfortunately have his uh, leg amputated. And the first thing when he came up, or came out of theatre and got back to the ward, is that he wanted to see Moses, uh, and he wanted to do his breathing and to do the, you know, the the meditation, everything with Moses. Really, and that's what was going to help it him. It talks to two things. It talks to 
the power of this program, but it also talks to the power of the people that are running this program. Mm. Moses, Ilza, Sue, and, and I saw it today. Um, just incredible, the support that they're giving the nurses. Now, come, a young boy passed away, unfortunately, at uh, in one of the wards, and you know they were consoling each other and, and this this empathy, this compassion. Mm. And, and today, I mean, you know, seeing Hannah, listening to Hannah's story, we have amazing people, Don't and, and I think just. we need to celebrate that. Yes. We often focus on the negative. Yes, yes we're going to go through challenges, all of yes. us in our lives and, and environments, and without sounding too idealistic, but. Uh. You know, if we connect with the right people, the power it gives us and, and oh. the things that we can do in our community. And when I talk about community, I'm talking about the South African community because uh-huh. in many respects, we're teaching the world. Right. Um, and there are things that other parts of the world haven't experienced, don't understand. And that power of connection is incredible here. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, thank you for the show and the stuff that you guys do. But. This last hour has been amazing for yeah, me. To be for part me of. Too. Yeah, yeah, for absolutely. me too. Yeah, for me too, Craig, to hear it. And Moses, I just wanted to say, I mean, the, the, you're giving gifts of your spirit um, every single day to these kids, but they're giving back to you, right? This has been the yeah. biggest, this has been the greatest gift for you. Yeah, it fulfills me. Um, it's my journey. Um, what I get from the children, it's more than I could ask for. The light that they bring into my life. Mm. Um, I'm just so happy. And the, the message that we're sending out, it's power, peace, and purpose. Power, peace, peace and, and purpose. purpose. Power, peace, peace and purpose. purpose. So people can go to your websites, Kids Kicking Cancer. Is it KCC? How, what is it, uh, Craig? So it's K-I-D-S, okay. Kicking Cancer. So, uh, so wow. it's actually the full word. It's the Kids Kicking Cancer. cancer. Okay, yeah. right. Um, okay. Um, and there's actually a lot on that we've put together Two amazing videos, actually. The one uh, with the young boy who, you know, spoke about him having to travel himself to Charlotte Matseke for treatment. Um, very touching videos. And They're great videos there. Okay. I've seen one of yeah. them. Outstanding. Um, and, and I think just to understand the program, I think, as Shane said, you know, any small amounts of donation. I know there's amazing, you know, NGOs out there, um, and we part of that process. I think all the the governance and all that is very much in place, which is, you know, you can imagine the when you've got that was the starting point of setting up the board and making sure that we run these things brilliantly. Properly. Um, oh. And, yeah, whatever donations, volunteers, uh, but just to share the stories. Beautiful. Uh, and I think that the power of what each of us can do, you know, Smaller bits all make a big difference. So, sure. Yeah. Craig, thank you so much. Moses, Hannah, thank you for inspiring us for the wonderful work that you do. We're going to take a, brig, a, a quick break um, and we'll be right back. This is Life Links with a DL Link. What a great, great show. Uh, we were going to talk to Rabbi Shuli Kaufman about the incredible um, shul program that they have um, for Bar Mitzvah Boys. We'll be talking to him hopefully next week. Just a reminder, Jerusalem Marathon is around the corner. Um, they've started training. It's never too late to start. It's going to be the most wonderful experience. Um, their registration closes on the 22nd of February. Make sure you get your entry in. If you join the DL Link team, you're going to get 10% off Go to the website dllink.co.za or email info at dllink.co.za. Sign yourself up, invite family, invite friends. It is going to be 
amazing. It's going to make 2019 your best year yet. Um, I do apologize for those of you who are listening and some of the sound quality is not good when we have uh, telephone calls. Apologies. We are working on it. But I thank you so much for tuning in. It's been wonderful being with you. For me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, do take care. Goodbye.